How's this for putting a bad taste in your mouth? Well, you're dealing with inflation and soaring price prices at the grocery stores. Loblaws Companies Limited said yesterday that its first quarter profit was up almost 40% compared to last year. Taking into account a tax ruling that went in favor as well as other adjustments, uh, the Star is reporting its net earning, earnings were up 17.1% to $459 million. DT Cochran is an economist and researcher with the Canadian for uh, Canadians for Tax Fairness, and he joins the program. Welcome to the show. Good to have you on 640 Toronto. Thank you for having me. Oh, man, this is the kind of thing that gets the average person steamed. Um, I am just smoke is coming out of my ears because I, like everybody else, am dealing with, uh, you know, the question mark, what am I going to cut from my grocery list to save myself some money? And then you find out that um, our grocery stores are profiting wildly up from last year. What do you make of what's going on? So there's this standard tale that inflation is caused by too many dollars chasing too few goods. And it's this complicated story based in mainstream economic theory. There's a much simpler explanation. Prices are rising because the people who control prices are increasing them. It's a simple story. Loblaws is increasing the prices of the things it sells more than its own costs are increasing and their financial reporting shows this clear as day. So they're making out like gangbusters, their shareholders are making out like gangbusters and the rest of us, like you said, are starting to wonder what we're going to have to cut. Yeah, you know, I'm just curious on if you have any metrics or uh, reports from the competitors to see how their profits are standing up next to Loblaws or if they're even comparative because I know Loblaws is the largest grocery chain in the country. So sometimes this could be a little bit difficult to compare because their financial reporting uh, always looks a little bit different. But some preliminary examination shows that their competitors are also doing extremely well. Their bottom lines are stronger than ever. Their profit margins are higher than ever, again, indicating that this is because they're jacking up prices more than their own costs are increasing. It's not just that they're taking advantage of inflation. They are inflation. Yeah, it's interesting. A recent report from CCPA concluded that Canada's present rate of inflation would be at least a quarter lower if it was not for the gains that companies across all sectors have made on price hikes. And this has been something that people have been wondering as they've seen, you know, prices increasing during the pandemic. Is there something going on in the background that we're unaware of? And when it comes to groceries stores and the prices of our groceries increasing, I think that that bread pricing scandal really did a lot of damage. It's put, it's, it's taken the trust out of, uh, you know, the consumer that's shopping at grocery stores. Do we believe, uh, what, you know, Loblaws says when they say, look, um, we are basing our prices on competition, not inflation. So what does that actually mean? What does it mean for them to base it on competition? Again, Mainstream theory, which is totally disconnected from economic reality, says that competition between just two parties will push the price as low as it can possibly go. That's not how things actually play out in the real world. 
definitely these companies respond to the prices that each is putting on goods, but they're always looking out for their own bottom line. They're always looking out to make sure that they're going to have the highest possible profits. They do not care about whether or not these goods are affordable for us, but they will put on a public relations face that they care about us because that also serves their bottom line. They're doing what corporations are always going to do, which is to squeeze the most out of their customers that they possibly can. Okay, and you're saying we need government to act and, uh, and do what's right. How could government fix this problem? So one thing they can do immediately looking at these uh, uh, higher profits uh, that these companies, frankly, have not earned through some uh, wonderful new innovation, which is bettering life for all of us. It's mostly because they're reaping all of the money that the government put into the system to try to support regular Canadians. Put in place an excess profits tax to keep that money moving so that government can continue to support regular Canadians. Okay, it so how do you fa- how do you quantify or qualify excess profits? I mean, do you look at last year's books and say, okay, you're up 40%, so we're going to tax that some special way just to help the average person understand what you're getting at here? Yeah, we can look at what kind of standard profit levels have been. Of course, there are questions about where those profit levels came from. They are likely higher than they should be as a kind of normal return, but then we can tax what is realized on top of that. We put something like that in place during World War II, recognizing that business was going to make a lot of money providing goods for the war effort. So businesses made a lot of money providing goods during the pandemic and excess profits tax keeps that money moving recognizing that they didn't earn that money through uh, some wonderful new contribution. So you're saying look back at the war recovery effort and let's do that when it will. Let's uh, implement sim- similar laws uh, during this pandemic recovery period when it comes to grocery stores and other industries that may be making record profits. Absolutely. Absolutely. We need much more uh, understanding of where prices are coming from, uh, who is setting them where, why. Prices are part of the way that corporations kind of struggle with each other. We saw this the last time I spoke to you, Kelly, was in the middle of the chip war between Loblaws and Frito-Lay. And this was the two of them trying to divvy up the, the, the profits from selling chips. Uh, We know they settled the fight. We don't know in whose favor it was settled, but it was a perfect example of how prices get set by the price makers, which are the corporations who sell us the goods that we depend on. And, you know, it's interesting because I think during that, I'm a chip lover, self-proclaimed chip addict. So during that chip battle, uh, Loblaws was always leaning on the side of well, you know, we told Frito-Lay, we're not going to pay that price because we need to keep our prices low for our consumers. And then we find out yesterday that their first quarter profit was up 40% compared to the same period last year. So it is hard to uh, square in your mind on, on, you know, who's being fair to who at this point in time. DT, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. I've got to leave it at that for today, but we'll talk again soon. I hope so. Thanks a lot, Kelly. Have a great day. DT Cochran, economist and researcher with the Canadians for... Tax fairness.